Welcome back to the One God Report podcast. Bill Schlegel here. In this episode, we continue with the topic that we started in the last episode, finding evidence for the deity of Christ in the Old Testament is not a New Testament exercise. In the last episode, we saw, as recorded in Luke chapter 24, that two times Jesus, on the day of his resurrection, explained from the scriptures how the Messiah, the Christ, was to suffer and die, and how he never went to any scripture to explain to his apostles that the Messiah is God. In short, Jesus believed that the scriptures, all of the Old Testament scriptures, Torah of Moses, the prophets, and the writings, all of the scriptures, they spoke of the death and resurrection of the Messiah, not the deity. In this episode, we will look at the testimony of the apostles, Peter and Paul, in the book of Acts. Many Christians today scour the Old Testament looking for evidences of the deity of Jesus and the Trinity. I think they don't realize that this is not what the apostles did. We will see in the book of Acts that the apostles, Peter and Paul, like Jesus, appeal to the Old Testament not to show the deity of Christ, but the death of Christ. So let's turn to the witness of the apostles in the book of Acts. In Peter's Pentecost sermon, which is recorded in Acts chapter 2, he appealed to Psalm 16 and Psalm 110 to show that although the Christ would be killed, God would raise the Christ from the dead and exalt the Christ to his, that is God's, right hand. Peter did not appeal to these scriptures to show that, quote, Christ is God. So turning to Acts chapter 2, verse 25 to 28, Peter quotes from Psalm 16. Speaking to Yahweh, to Yudhe the psalmist declared, Because you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor allow your Holy One to undergo decay, you have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Unquote. That's Acts chapter 2, 25 to 28, where Peter quotes Psalm 16. Now, Peter interpreted the meaning of Psalm 16 as relating to the resurrection of the Christ, not his deity. Look at Peter's interpretation in Acts 2, verses 29 to 32. He says, Brethren, I may confidently say to you regarding the patriarch David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. And so, because he was a prophet and knew that God had sworn to him with an oath to seat one of his descendants upon his throne, he looked ahead and spoke of the resurrection of the Christ that he was neither abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh suffer decay. This Jesus God raised up, to which we are all witnesses. Unquote. Now, in the passage, we can see clearly that Peter 
was differentiating Jesus from God. Peter appealed to Psalm 16 as evidence that God would raise the Christ from the dead. Peter made no appeal to the psalm for evidence of Christ's deity. Next, Peter appealed to Psalm 110, not as evidence for the deity of Christ, but as evidence that God has exalted the man, Jesus, David's descendant, to God's right hand, and that God has made Jesus both Lord and Christ. I'll read Acts chapter 2, verse 32 to 36, where Peter will quote Psalm 110. This Jesus God raised up, to which we are all witnesses. Therefore, having been exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured forth this which you both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into heaven, but he himself says, yod heh said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Unquote. Unlike many modern Christian apologists who seem to think that Psalm 110 verse 1 has something to do with the deity of Christ, Peter appealed to Psalm 110 verse 1 as evidence that Yodhevavhe, the Lord in all caps, that Yodhevavhe has made the man Jesus Lord and Christ, Adon and Mashiach. God has made David's descendant, Jesus of Nazareth, greater than David. We might pause again and ask, does Peter here speak of the divine Son, the one who is in the beginning, the pre-existent eternal one, the one who is himself God? No, not a word even remotely close to such a claim. Instead, the Apostle Peter differentiated between God and Christ and appealed to the Old Testament texts that prefigured and evidenced the suffering and death of Christ, followed by the resurrection and exaltation of the Christ by God. In the book of Acts, thousands of people who heard Peter's words and later Paul's words were saved without ever hearing about the deity of Christ or that God was a trinity. Now, Peter preached again following the healing of a lame man in Acts chapter 3. Let's see for what reason he appeals to the Old Testament here. Is it to show the deity of Christ or the death of Christ? Not long after Pentecost, as recorded in the next chapter in the book of Acts, chapter 3, when the apostles Peter and John were going up to the temple, they healed a lame man. In the excitement following the healing, remember the man was leaping and jumping, Peter preached in the porticos of Solomon on the Temple Mount. This is Acts chapter 3, verses 11 to 26. Far from claiming that Jesus is God, 
Peter consistently differentiated between God and God's Christ. Jesus the Christ was put to death, but God raised him up. Jesus the Christ is the servant of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God glorified Jesus. Jesus is the prophet like Moses, whom the Lord God would raise up. We wait for God to send Christ Jesus from heaven. So, very clearly, Peter differentiates between Jesus and God. Peter said specifically that God, through the mouth of all the prophets, announced that the Christ should suffer. Acts chapter 3, verse 18. Quote, But the things which God announced beforehand by the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ should suffer, he has fulfilled. Unquote. God, according to his plan and foreknowledge, declared ahead of time through the prophets the suffering and in the context also the death of Christ. Not a word about Christ's deity. The death of the Messiah was announced by the prophets, not the deity of Messiah. That the deity of Christ was not the subject of the Apostle Peter is evident over and over again in this passage and throughout the book of Acts. Take as an example the next chapter, Acts chapter 4, verses 1 to 2, quote, And as they were speaking to the people, the priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to them, being greatly disturbed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Unquote. Nothing recorded about the apostles proclaiming the deity of Jesus. No divine son, preexistent eternal one who is himself God, and no opposition from the religious leaders. You claim this man is God. Imagine the hullabaloo the opposition would have generated if the apostles were claiming, quote, Jesus is God. And imagine the constant defense the apostles would have made if that was their claim. Yet, not a word of opposition, not a word of defense about the deity of Christ. Rather, they were proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. That's what brought about the opposition. The claim about the deity of Christ was not being made by the apostles. The deity of Christ is a claim made in a later century outside of the land of Israel. The apostles here, they were proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. That's what the leaders didn't like. Let's go now to the Apostle Paul. Does he find the death or the deity of Christ in the Old Testament scriptures? In his recorded sermons in the book of Acts and in his letters, did Paul ever turn to the Old Testament scriptures to find and proclaim the deity of Christ? Let's go to Pisidian Antioch in Acts chapter 13 on Paul's first journey, which occurred somewhere 
around 46 or 47 AD. This is about a decade plus after Jesus was raised from the dead. Paul's first recorded sermon was given in a synagogue in Pisidian Antioch, south-central Turkey. The sermon is recorded with over 30 verses, Acts chapter 13, 16 to 47. That's plenty of time for Paul to say something about the deity of Jesus. Paul said the Jerusalem leaders did not recognize Jesus to be the promised Messiah, nor understand the declarations of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath, fulfilling these by condemning him and having him killed. Again, Paul looks to the Old Testament and sees the prophets had proclaimed Christ's death, not his deity. In this sermon, Paul quoted from Psalm chapter 2, Psalm 16, and Isaiah chapter 55 as evidence that the Christ would die and that God, someone distinct from the Christ, would raise Christ from the dead. Paul quoted from Habakkuk chapter 1 as a warning against unbelief that God had raised the Christ from the dead. He quoted from Isaiah chapter 49 as evidence that he, Paul himself, was instrumental in bringing the good news of salvation to Gentiles as well as to Jews. In none of these five references to the Old Testament scriptures, two times to the Psalms, two times to the prophet Isaiah, one time to Habakkuk, in none of them did Paul provide an interpretation declaring the deity of Christ. Simple reading comprehension of Paul's sermon in Acts chapter 13 shows that Paul did not appeal to the Old Testament scriptures to show that, quote, Jesus is God. Let's go to Paul's second missionary journey in the synagogue in Thessalonica, somewhere between 50 and 53 AD, as recorded in Acts chapter 17, verses 1 to 3. When they had traveled through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. And according to Paul's custom, he went to them and for three Sabbaths reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and giving evidence that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead, and saying, This Jesus, who I am proclaiming to you, is the Christ. Modern Christians seem to think that Paul reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and giving evidence that Christ was God. No, that's not what Paul was doing. Again, it is the death and resurrection, not the deity of Christ that Paul found in the Old Testament scriptures. This is the same picture in all the apostles' sermons and declarations in the book of Acts. As one more example, we examine Paul's personal testimony recorded in Acts chapter 26. Paul before Herod Agrippa in Caesarea around 60 A.D. Let me read Acts chapter 26, verse 22 to 23. 
Paul is imprisoned, and now he's giving his testimony before the Roman procurator and Herod Agrippa II. Acts chapter 26, 22-23 And so, having obtained help from God, I stand here to this day testifying, both to small and great, stating nothing but what the prophets and Moses said was going to take place, that the Christ was to suffer, and that by being the first of the resurrection from the dead, he would proclaim light both to our people and to the Gentiles. Unquote. So after some 20 years of ministry, after writing the epistles, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, Galatians, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, and Romans, Paul testified that he was declaring, quote, nothing but what the prophets and Moses said was going to take place, that the Christ was to suffer, and that by being the first of the resurrection from the dead, he would proclaim light both to our people and to the Gentiles. Unquote. The deity of Christ is not ever something Paul said he found in the Old Testament scriptures. Those who want to claim that Paul found the deity of Christ in the Old Testament scriptures make Paul into a liar. Paul claimed to be preaching nothing but what the prophets and Moses said would happen, that the Messiah would suffer and be the first to rise from the dead. The idea of the deity of Christ is not something Paul preached. That Paul found in the Old Testament scriptures the death and resurrection of Christ and never the deity of Christ is confirmed by his summarizing statement of the gospel message recorded in 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4. Once again, Basing his proclamation on the Old Testament scriptures, Paul writes, quote, Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. Unquote. The gospel that Paul preached, and by which his hearers were being saved, had nothing to do with believing in the deity of Christ. Rather, Paul preached of first importance what he had received himself most likely from Jesus. The gospel was that according to the scriptures, Paul says it two times in this passage, Christ died, was buried, and was raised on the third day. To preach the, quote, deity of Christ is to preach a different gospel than the apostle Paul preached, something that is not according to the scriptures. We'll stop here for now, and hopefully next time, Take an example of two Old Testament scriptures that are often appealed to in an effort to show the deity of Christ. Genesis 18 and 19, Abraham's three visitors, and Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Does anybody 
in the New Testament appeal to these scriptures to show the deity of Christ? If not, we need to know our sources. Who was the first one that appealed to Isaiah 9-6 to show the deity of Christ? Nobody in the New Testament did, but who is it? Who was first? We should know our sources. Let me ask and reiterate three related questions. As we saw in Luke chapter 24 and in the book of Acts, neither Jesus nor the apostles Peter and Paul appealed to the Old Testament in an effort to prove the deity of Christ. Why are you? We also see that neither Jesus nor any author of the New Testament appealed to the Old Testament in an effort to prove that God is triune. Why are you? Do you know better than Jesus and the authors of the New Testament? Yishma'u anabim v'yismachu. The humble will hear and rejoice.